Today is the fourth day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to gather around the global campfire together today. There's room for everybody. Let's just kind of cozy up, settle in, and take the next step forward. Our fourth step together which will allow us to talk about the book of Proverbs when we get there today, and then we'll kind of be moved into what we are reading right now. So let's, uh, let's dive into the book of Genesis. We're reading from the New Living Translation this week, and today, Genesis chapters 8, 9, and 10. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the floodwaters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, Exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then no one knew that the flood waters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, 
I will never again curse the ground because of the human race. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood, I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. All the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. And God said to Noah, Yes. This rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah come all the people who now populate the earth. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground and he planted a vineyard. One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, 
they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the prosperity of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. He lived 950 years, and then he died. This is the account of the families of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the three sons of Noah. Many children were born to them after the great flood. The descendants of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Medai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Teraz. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Tagorma. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim and Rodanim. Their descendants became the seafaring peoples that spread out to various lands, each identified by its own language, clan, and national identity. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Reama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Reama were Sheba and Edan. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod, who was the first heroic warrior on earth. Since he was the greatest hunter in the world, his name became proverbial. People would say, this man is like Nimrod, the greatest hunter in the world. He built his kingdom in the land of Babylonia, with the cities of Babylon, Iraq, Akkad, and Kalnei. From there, he expanded his territory to Assyria, building the cities of Nineveh, Rehoboth-ir, Kala, and Rizen, the great city located between Nineveh and Kala. Mitzrayim was the ancestor of the Luddites, Anamites, Leabites, Nuftuites, Pathrusites, Kalsuites, and the Kaftorites, from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Archites, Sinites, Arvadites, Zemorites, and Amathites. The Canaanite clans eventually spread out and the territory of Canaan extended from Sidon in the north to Harar and Gaza in the south, and east as far as Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, near Lasha. These were the descendants of Ham, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. Sons were also born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth, Shem was the ancestor of all the descendants of Eber. The descendants of Shem were Elam, Ashur, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. 
The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gaither, and Mash. Arvaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shelef, Hazarmavith, Jira, Hadoram, Uzo, Dikla, Obal, Abimeel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were descendants of Joktan. The territory they occupied extended from Misha all the way to Sephar, in the eastern mountains. These were the descendants of Shem, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. These are the clans that descended from Noah's sons, arranged by nation according to their lines of descent. All the nations of the earth descended from these clans after the Great Flood. Matthew 4, 12-25 When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth and left there and moved to Capernaum beside the Sea of Galilee in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and of Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets. And he called them to come too. They immediately followed him leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of diseases and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went, 
people from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. Psalm 4 For the Choir Director A Psalm of David to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Okay, this brings us to the book of Proverbs. And this will be the last time until we reach another book that we'll kind of dive in and talk. We normally just kind of take the next step forward and reflect back at the end. But we began four books on the same day, January 1st, just a few days ago. And so we're just moving in. And so we've come to Proverbs and we've spent some time in Proverbs over the last couple of days. And we're probably familiar with Proverbs as a book and Proverbs as pieces of wisdom, which is largely what Proverbs contains. Practical wisdom that has stood the test of time and lasted for thousands of years. The book of Proverbs contained in the Old Testament of the Bible, Bible is a part of a grouping of books in the Old Testament known as wisdom literature. So like other books in the wisdom literature genre would be like Ecclesiastes, the book of Job, part of the book of Psalms. They're called wisdom literature because they're intended to speak a direct lesson rather than like a narrative story or allegory. So like if we're reading narrative, we're listening to the story and gleaning meaning from what happens in the story. If we're reading allegory, then we're looking for the symbolism that's going on and how things are connected and sort of what's, what's underneath the surface. Proverbs is speaking directly what has proven to be true, what wisdom has stood the test of time. And so it speaks directly what it's trying to teach for the most part. 
As far as who wrote these proverbs, most are attributed to the wise man known as Solomon, who soon enough we will learn is the son of King David, who uh, who ascended to the throne after his father. He was the king of Israel. Although there are other voices in the book of Proverbs. It seems like uh, something like Proverbs, things that would have been passed around like through oral tradition, like we do today. Like if we have a, a, a saying that brings wisdom and it's like a proverb, then we say it. I mean, we probably can remember Proverbs being recited to us all the way from children. Like, I, I don't know, like haste makes waste. It's a proverb. It's not in the Bible. But it's a piece of wisdom that gets handed down through time, and so it's likely that these proverbs came over time. Many scholars believe that they may not have been put all into a collection until around the time of King Hezekiah, who we will meet later in the year. Most scholars think that some of these proverbs certainly didn't originate with Solomon. They predated Solomon and were passed down and collected by Solomon. But Proverbs is a book contained within the book of the Bible. And so its wisdom as it relates to God is obviously uh, primary and center. And I'm just telling you now, there are, there are times where there's one sentence that we read in the book of Proverbs and it is saying pages of things into our lives. Proverbs, the Proverbs are not to be ignored. They are, a, they are a rescue. And immersing ourselves in the wisdom of the ages. Like how much harm are we talking about? How much harm can we do by pouring unfiltered wisdom into our hearts every day? We're only going to do ourselves good by getting that inside of us so that when we face situations, we can recall that the voice of wisdom is available and speaks to this. In fact, the book of Proverbs itself tells us whatever you do, get wisdom. Because wisdom is more valuable than anything else. And so I'll just mention right here, there is a sister program to the Daily Audio Bible that you're listening to right now called the Daily Audio Proverb. There are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs in the Daily Audio Bible. Proverbs, the Daily Audio Proverb goes through the book of Proverbs in its entirety each month. And so that's like less than five minutes a day. That's like a vitamin before bed or something like we're moving through the entire Bible here together as a community, but having that little vitamin, having that little five minutes to pour wisdom into our lives is a valuable resource to have. And so be aware of that. But we will be going through the entire book of Proverbs through the Daily Audio Bible this year. So there'll be plenty of things to talk about along the way. And so that's Proverbs. Let's read from the book of Proverbs now for our reading today. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 20 
through 23. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main streets, to those gathered in front of the city gates. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. Okay, so we were just talking about Proverbs, then we uh, read through Proverbs, but now let's just take some practical wisdom that applies to our lives spoken in the book of Psalms today and allow it to wash into our lives. We were told, don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. If we obeyed that piece of wisdom, advice given to us from the scriptures right here, right now in our everyday lives, how would that change things? Because what we're ultimately being told is don't react. Imagine if brothers and sisters all over the world just took this simple advice from the Bible and were able to observe themselves being captured and controlled by anger and then reacting in a way that they wouldn't normally react or saying things that they wouldn't normally say and that cannot be taken back. They've been given birth through our mouth into the world and they're out there doing their business and it's not good. What if we took the advice and realized anger is arising in me and what I want to do is lash out. But instead, I'm not going to be slave to this. I am not going to be controlled by this. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to take 10. I'm going to catch my breath. I'm going to get some perspective. I'm going to calm down and invite God and the wisdom of the Spirit into my life as I move forward. That's a game changer. Like, actually... That, that being a game changer is a great euphemism, but it's that, that was an understatement. This is a life-changing piece of advice. Like, it will change our whole year if we can catch ourselves when we're getting mad before we do something that's more harmful. And so let's just take that very simple thing something we already know, but something that we really have to be intentional about if we're going to live it and place that in our lives today and practice. Practice this today. Not reacting when anger is emerging, but rather 
think about it. Take some time. Be silent. Get perspective. And so, Father, we invite you into that. We all can relate to that. And so we thank you for that. We all understand what's being said here. We all understand the path forward. And we need your Holy Spirit because we live reacting to things an awful lot. And as we begin to pay attention to how much that is pulling our lives in all kinds of directions because we're just reacting to things like that, like life is just coming at us instead of the fact that we are living this life. It's not happening to us. We are happening to it. And we have your Spirit's guidance in our lives to show us the way that we should go. And so come, Holy Spirit, help us pay attention today, we ask in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base, and that is uh, the, the, web, the website. That is where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app is available to put all that in the palm of your hand. You can find that at the app store that works with your device. Just look for Daily Audio Bible. And uh, a lot of benefits with the app. You can kind of keep track of of the days. Check off the days. And as we move through the different sections of the Bible, uh, as we cross them, we get these badges that tell us uh, we've completed a certain portion of the Bible. It's a lot of features there. So check that out. And while you're checking out, check out the Daily Audio Bible Shop, whether uh, on the web or in the app. There are resources there for the journey that we are on, made for the journey, made for the rhythm of life, centered around being in the scriptures every day. And so check it out. A lot of different resources there. Like check out the Wind Farm Coffee. We have, uh, well, coffee is a friend of mine. I love coffee pretty well, and there's pretty much not a day that I don't have a steamy cup of Wind Farm coffee to my left. I drink tea, uh, usually at night though, if I'm going to drink tea, the Wind Farm tea, but we have Wind Farm coffee and tea, and this just goes back way, way, way back to the earlier years of the Daily Audio Bible. And I just realized this is part of part of my rhythm, but this is kind of the rhythm of most people. Not everybody, but a lot of people go through a drive-through every day and get a cup of coffee or tea or whatever, make it at home or whatever. It's part of a life ritual, but it also works so well to have that morning cup of coffee as we center ourselves in the scriptures or that steamy aroma of a nice cup of hot tea and so over time all these years ago we developed our own brand wind farm which really comes from the uh, book of ezekiel and the 37th chapter the valley of the dry bones where the prophet is invited to call from the four winds the breath of life 
And in so many ways, as we come around the global campfire, we are centering ourselves in the scriptures and being transformed by them. And we go back into our day and we all have this opportunity to bring life, to call forth life, to be the light in the darkness. And in some ways that makes us a wind farm where we are continually praying for one another, where we are continually being challenged in our lives to look more and more like Jesus. And so we called it Wind Farm. And we roast it fresh at altitude in the Rocky Mountains and send it to you fresh so that it lands fresh, way fresher than anything you're going to buy in a grocery store. <laughs> Where there are long distribution channels, this just comes right to you. You can even have it sent every month to you. And there are many different varieties that we have. And so like if you're uh, getting it every month, you'll get something new every month. But you can look at them all and see what might tickle your fancy. So check that out in the Daily Audio Bible Shop. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, first of all, thank you humbly. We wouldn't be here. Um, we wouldn't be here if we weren't in this together. And so thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. This is Marissa from Southern Ohio. Just calling for uh, Jonathan, I think from Denver, said he was struggling, not feeling, not really feeling like um, he's being made new and, and everything. I just wanted to tell you, I heard a really great analogy. If, um, let's just say there's an off-duty police officer and he goes into a gas station and there's a robbery occurring. Does the robbery stop just because the police officer is there? No. The police officer has to exercise the authority he's been given and do something. And I just want to encourage you, Christ has given us authority to trample on the works of the enemy. So use the authority you have. Don't allow the enemy to make you feel these ways. Don't believe and go along with the lies of the enemy. Um, you can just say in the name of Jesus, I renounce the enemy that's you know making me believe whatever it is. I no longer agree with or will continue to behave in, in ways if these things are true. I've really found that to be helpful in just taking back, you know, I mean, we have the authority Christ gave it to us to be able to rebuke the enemy. And so just really exercising that authority. I think it's great um, that you called in for prayer because I think that um, other people praying for you helps you, it's like emboldens your spirit. It gives it, it gives you that um, inner motivation. So anyways, I hope that makes sense. Um, 
I've prayed for you and I will again as soon as I hang up. So anyway, blessings. See ya. Hey, my Daily Audio Bible family. This is Mary from Virginia. And I just wanted to call in and um, just remind you all uh, to share the Daily Bible, uh, Daily Audio Bible app with family, friends, those you know that may just benefit from this this app. Um, I've shared it with my family, and I'm just praying that um, that they will take the time to download the app and listen to it. Um, I've been listening for a few years now since 2020. Um, and it's had a really positive impact on my life. And um, so just praying that my family will, um, I've been sharing it with them for a few years now, so hoping just one of them will listen to it. But just remember, especially starting the new year, to just share it with, with um, yeah, with, with everybody um, that you can, uh, family, friends, coworkers, whoever you can, that you think will, uh, you know, just benefit from it. All right, with that, happy new year. Bye. Good evening, Dabbers. This is Donna from Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm calling to thank Brian for the wonderful sleep album. I've been listening every night. It's just beautiful and helps me. I've had sleep issues for years and it helps me go right. uh, Head hits the pillow. And thank you, Diane Olive Brown, for the beautiful analogy of the sensitive dressage horse. And isn't that just how we are supposed to be sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, just as the horse responds to the lightest touch of the hand communicated through the rein to the mouth and to thighs, knees, and heel. And also to Marilyn, who was riding motorcycles with her husband and would be separated by cars getting between them so she couldn't see him and would become anxious. And isn't that what Jesus does, just as her husband does? He waits for us, and he will turn around and seek us. What? How blessed we are. And I've got a story of my own. Um, when I was praying, I noticed that the twinkling Christmas lights around my window, some of them were off, but some of them were brighter than ever. And that was because it was morning and the sun was shining and lighting them up so much brighter than they ever could shine on their own battery power. And isn't that just what the Holy Spirit does with us? He works and shines through us so that we can light up way brighter than ever we could under our own power. So, blessings to you all. Happy New Year. Love you. Donna from Pennsylvania. Good morning, DAB family. This is the burning bush that will not be devoured for the glory of our God and King. Today I listened to the DAB um, just before the year's end. I heard a lady call in for her son, Darian, I think, Dorian, who um, got into drugs and got arrested for that. Um... My sister, I want you to know that my heart goes out to you and I'm praying for your child. I'm praying that God will um, protect him in the name of Jesus and heal him, deliver him from addictions. I pray for all parents right now that are dealing with kids who are struggling with addictions or behavioral problems. Father God, I pray that you give us the strength, O Lord, to parent like you parent us, Father. To love, oh God, 
to not give up on our kids, but Father God, to be strong. Father, help us, O oh Lord. Give us wisdom as we move forward. I pray for these kids as they are um, moving forward under foreign management, Father. I pray that in the name of Jesus, you will deliver them in the name of Jesus, Father God. Protect them, Father, while they are away, while they're prodigal. God, give them grace. I pray for deliverance in the year of 2023 in the name of Jesus. And until then, Father, give the parents wisdom, Lord, to trust you, Father. These are your children, first and foremost. We didn't cause anything to happen. We can't change. We cannot control. But we, we, we trust you, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. This is Rivka, currently in Ohio. Just want to wish everybody a happy new year. And um, though it's cloudy outside, God, we know that above the clouds, the sun is always shining, God. So we just thank you. I ask for just wisdom and mercy to be over us in the new year, that we would seek you in all of our ways. You know how they say, Matthew 33, yeah, seek the Lord in all your heart and all these things. That means all, underline. All these things will be given unto you. And that saying that people um, say a lot at Christmas time, that wise men still seek him. So we, got, we thank you, God. We are wise. We are wise sons and daughters, and under your name, God, the living God, we plead your blood over our family, God, and our nation. We thank you. In Yeshua's name, amen. Blessings. Happy New Year. Hello, Dabbers. This is Tom from West Central Indiana. I have been a listener since August of 2006 and have never called in. I have... Uh, had a prayer request on the prayer wall before, but never called in. Um, I have a friend of mine uh, whose wife has been diagnosed with lymphoma, and I was hoping I could get the prayers of the thousands of dabbers out there. Her name is Anna. She is also a friend of my wife's. Um, she's, she's an amazing woman, a good Christian, and I just pray, Lord, that we will, that you will give the doctors the wisdom to have a cure for her disease.